Welcome back to another week of Train and Gain. Uh, we are happy to have you all back. I am John Kioskrigis, as you may or may not know. And my brother here is... I'm John DePaolo. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Nice. We have some good topics today. Thank you all so much for joining us. Seriously, we appreciate, uh, we appreciate all the support we can get. And uh, we appreciate you guys leaving your comments in the section below and also giving us a like or a dislike. Let us know how you feel. We, uh, we are open to all those comments from you. Uh, today, we're going to talk about building habits and, uh, and getting into a routine. How, does that, how do you do that? There's so many different pieces of information out there where they have, I guess, semi-scientific stuff about saying, you know, you can build habit in 21 days. Mm. I feel like for me, it, it works differently where anytime someone says, I want to get into a routine, yeah. I feel like that those first three days are the toughest sequentially the toughest just mind over mind over matter at that point really sticking to a diet really focusing on what you want and like we always talk about having that goal in mind really really helps but once you attain that goal you know where you want to be and you visualize it that's another really big important thing if you don't visualize where that goal is you've got no substance you need a tie for me it was like the picture on the wall of like a brad pig or something like that and then i look at myself and i say okay I want to get to that point. I can see it. Then I build a little routine and it's the first three days that get to me where it's, oh man, here we go. I've got to either eat at this time again, or I have to cook this meal at this time where I've already pre-made a meal and it doesn't taste great now. <laughs> and you know how it works, right? Um, but yeah, after, after 21 days, people say that you can build a habit, but I feel like after that, after those three <clears throat> days are over and you hit that fourth day, you're on a roll already. <clears throat> Because you've already gotten past the hurdle of doing it three times. And I know there's scientific approaches. How do you feel? I feel like actually it could be the opposite too. Yeah, tell me. Like sometimes for some people, well, the gym is a perfect example. What's the hardest part for most people? Legs. Put one foot in front of the other and get in the gym, right? It's, it is, yeah. It's, it's the main task of getting in the gym is why we're right. you know, pushing that so much. And this is my personal opinion. I think it's easy the first three steps. I think it becomes challenging for me personally when I'm like 10 days in and then my reality kicks in. Like, wow, the people around me are not doing the same thing. That's so interesting. I feed off people. Again, people are energy. Love them or hate them. We need them. People are energy. So you could get into your head and go, wow, like you said before. If you don't paint a picture, there's nothing to chase. I paint many pictures in my brain. I have many different goals in the gym. That's what keeps me uh, regimented and consistent. So you're seeing those first three days are easy for you when you get in there because it's like, oh, I've got the schedule. I've got these ways of doing things. I'm just going to go execute. The first 10 days are easy. Wow. Because I'm in such a trance on what I have to do. I'm so caught up and so potentially into it. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I start looking for a little bit of help. And I'm in the gym. I don't ask for help, but you want something to feed off because we're energy. I don't want to just... Give, I want to receive as well. I'll take a hike to Long Island. I'll go to a hardcore gym when that happens. Right. It's about putting your mind in the same place where it can do the job and execute. And that, that's what pushes a routine forward is what you're saying. Because, yeah. you know, interestingly enough for me, it was the opposite. And, and that's why I felt like those first three days were such a hurdle really? to get over mentally too. I'm starting a new routine or a new schedule. I just try to integrate that in the life that I have now that I'm so used to now. That's already been regimented. And now it's making that very disruptive 
and I have to try to figure out how to integrate this into those right. three days. And then after I've, I've done that and it's, I get better at it, but I feel like that time frame I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to push through and it's a little tough. It gets tough. It's what well, everybody's different though. Right. So there's no right or wrong way to say it, but just be aware the first three days can be the hardest. They could be the easiest. Well, let's talk about how to overcome the obstacles once they get hard on the yeah, fourth day. How do day. you maintain that? How do you maintain uh, that routine? How do you maintain that diet schedule that you've been given, that you've paid money for, that you, <clears throat> that you want to use? Don't lose sight of that picture. Don't lose sight of it. A lot of people lose sight of it. If I want to be a certain way, maybe I want to be conditioned. I need about 10 weeks. And the seventh week, I feel, ugh, because I just don't want to do it. Remember the picture. Remember the visual. What are you chasing after? It's kind of easy for me, so I can't really say what I do. What I can tell some people, say, for example, getting in the gym is very easy the first three or four days. You get bored. Why are you bored? You, don't, you may not know. Go to a different gym. Know what? Bring a friend. Know what? Maybe ask for a complimentary session, a trainer, just for the day. You don't got to pay him nothing for a package deal. Just do things. Maybe take an aerobic class, a total body class. Do things like that. You may go on YouTube. Look at some, uh, some examples of maybe some circuit training. Um, maybe go to the park, all different things. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, whenever I got involved into any schedule or regimen, it, it wasn't easy coming off just trying to think of it right away. It was, it was actually really difficult and I'm in the same boat as the common populace. But then once my mind triggers over to it's go time and I have to have a job to do and I'm working towards something, then it, it just takes over and there's nothing stopping me. Yeah. But when I had this, I had experienced this last year when I had gone into contests for uh, another show and I had taken about 10 years off. Okay. And I've only trained at that point. I had a seven month window and hadn't trained for two years straight. How'd you feel? It was, well, it was right after COVID. Um, and I had, like I said, not trained for two years straight in the gym. And I wasn't where I wanted to be uh, as far as physically looking because I had won titles before and then now I'm trying to come back and it wasn't more of a comeback of wanting to do it I just wanted to enter a show because I love the sport so much COVID sucks oh it was it was bad it was the worst <laughs> I can't believe it the more things I hear I get, it, I'm sorry you're saying because it like destroyed that part of me and it was like man there's another thing that this thing did to this guy because I resonate with fitness I resonate with you as a man as a person mm -hmm. as a human as a brother right when I see things that people try to take from you that stops you from being who you are, that makes me say things like, fuck COVID, right? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I feel like- Why would you do something like that? Why would anyone do something like that? Well, plus it was such a damaging time for everyone. They all dealt with it in their own way. And this is the way I had, I had coped for after I said, okay, I'm going to go into, into a contest. Yeah, man. I feel like sometimes people don't want to see people be happy or be healthy. I don't get it. Well, that was really tough for me, either just trying to figure out what to do next. And I said, okay, I need to do this for me. And so as I, as I decided to schedule out my regimen, man, that was, that was very difficult to do. Cause I was at the time I was working graveyard shifts, 16 hours a day. Um, you know, it was, it was integrating that. I also had school at the same time, <laughs> you know, it was, it was just a log on me. And I said, okay, why am I adding this in, into my routine now and i said well it's because it's something i needed to do for me it was something i needed to fulfill mm. not not that i needed to prove it 
but I wanted to get back to where I was physically. And I knew that this was the most dramatic thing to get me there in the quickest amount of time. Got it. It was something that was going to say, instead of saying, I'll get into the gym and get back in shape. That wasn't enough for me because it was, it was not much of a goal to work off of just going in there and keeping sh in shape. I said, okay, I have to now sign up for a show. Wow. Okay. After in seven months. And now there's, that's it. Now there's people relying on you. And now there's a set date. Now I must get there now. Wow. And that's how I created a routine for myself is by almost forcibly doing it because I knew that I wasn't capable of doing it on my own right away. So I started to build that routine. Yeah. I started to integrate it into the life of working 16 hour days and going to school and then also going to the gym. Wow. But what I did was, and I carry over to what I do now, is I know where to minimize. What so do you I said, mean, okay, what do you mean by that? well, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to do 40 minutes, and I'm going to go at my plan of attack. Got it. And then finish. Whereas I wouldn't go in there and meander around. I wouldn't say, let me try this today or let me try that today. I was going in there to do a job mm -hmm. and I was getting out of there. It's on only 40 minutes. On a mission. So, yeah. I was on a mission. Wow. So that worked for me, but putting that together was a, a big obstacle. And I know a lot of people out there, not to that extreme, but it can feel that extreme when you've either never worked out before and you're trying to get into a routine or you've just come out of something like myself and you're in a rut and you're trying to get back into a routine. Yeah. It's a little bit difficult and it's not made for everyone. There's no set schedule for it. Yeah, but man. But just, just always remember, <clears throat> don't let nothing take a part of you away from you. If you're training all your life and you're an athlete, we fall into ruts. We, we fall into turmoil, adversity. But remember something. Go to the one thing that always changed adversity for you. What was that? What was it? For myself, that always changed. It was getting in the gym. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the cure for everybody. Even if, even, even if it's going to a park, if it's going to go bowling, <laughs> just move. Human movement is the key. Well, what about adding in eating habits to that? What about that? Just correlating those two together. Can that be something that can stimulate you into creating a better habit for yourself? Just eating well, not only just making a schedule, but just kind of making sure your diet is on point. Absolutely. And then executing that first before you get involved with weight training. Absolutely. The results speak for themselves. When you start to incorporate food now, as you're asking, into a strength training routine, the mirror doesn't lie. You start getting more cut. You start getting more. Your muscles are more pronounced looking. You're stronger. You feel better. Isn't that an incentive to keep going? That's a great thing when you compare the two as opposed to if I just jumped in, taking the hardest first step in the gym and I'm training and I'm training, and I'm training. I could appreciate that, but I'm not eating correctly. If you're not eating correctly. You start looking a little sloppier. You start losing condition. It's easy to say, ah, you know what? Maybe I'm not meant to do this. Ah, you know what? Maybe I'll just do it tomorrow. I'm having a bad day. What does tomorrow turn into? Another day. Two months later. Day. Yeah. So yes, they go hand in hand. You definitely should do that. You know, it's funny. A lot of people tell me, this is a part I don't understand. You know, John, I haven't trained in a while, so I'm either all in or all out. You shouldn't do that, man. You shouldn't do that. I know I'm a component of that. I admit it. <clears throat> so, for example, right now in this podcast, I come from Brooklyn, New York, for those who don't know me. We're in Scranton, correct? Yes. Right? We're far away. 
Initially in my head, I says, oh man, why? Because I don't want to deviate from my whole pattern. The very thing that people can't even conform to begin with, right? So I'm in a very, very rough situation because I need to feel a certain way to talk to you, to feel good about myself. It's called being in the gym. So what do I do? What was that place called? Wegmans that were in there shopping for food? Yeah, it was gr- I mean, it's a great store. It's got everything you need. I know I don't got ingredients. it. Correct. I don't know I don't got a stove, but I got to think, you know what? Don't just don't just sit there and go, ah, I'm, I'm not training this week. I'm just doing this. Balance the two. Balance the two. What was I getting? Um, chickpeas, right? Yeah. What were they, roasted chickpeas? Yeah, it was like a roast. It's like a, a snack, but it's like a roasted chickpea. Baked snack uh, yeah. chickpeas. Sorry. They're delicious. Vegetable protein, right? It is protein. It gives me a chance to actually absorb more vegan stuff and get more enzymes also. There's an upside to that. But I can still get eggs. I can still do things. If I'm doing that under a tight predicament, how much more could you do when everything is given right in front of you? That's my point. Yeah, I mean, and what would you say as far as someone that is having it hard to get into a good eating routine and a good habit of eating? Because not because they intentionally don't eat healthy. It's just either could be many factors. Could be, you know, you don't have time to eat healthy, which I always feel like there is a time to eat healthy as a choice. But if you're in a place where you maybe don't have enough money or you are in a rut or are you're feeling a certain way and these things, these foods that are close to you bring you comfort, what's a good way if you've already taken that step for yourself and saying, I want to get in shape and I need to break out of this routine, but it's, it's really hard. It's as almost as if they're pulling you back in to a comfort zone, which makes you complacent with food. Surround yourself with good people, people that are on a similar mission to you, people doing similar things. I think that's the reason. Well, the solution. I know for a fact that when I train, I could, I got a workout partner. His name is Big Dave. Shout out Big Dave Diesel, Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Ladder 243, I think. He's a fireman. FDNY. Shout out big time. Got my heart. Thank you. So check it out. Every so often when I train hard, I'm always training hard. I could always look for a little bit more. What do we always talk about? Optimizing. How can I optimize, make this better? And I'll train with Dave and I'll feel better for a couple of days. Then I might want to go on my own. You understand? Yeah. So basically you look for a supportive team of people that could could help perpetuate that or make that first step easier or quicker. That's what what I would say. What if the people around you are not eating healthy and are eating either consistently bad things that are not going to make you grow in the way you want, but you've made the choice already. I guess, what are some good tips you can give to easing into a diet without fully throwing it in someone's face and saying, this is it, go do it now. And they're eating like grilled chicken or boiled chicken. They're not used to it. It's pretty easy, actually. I'll tell you how. I used to have friends that asked me for a diet and I would tell them, I'm not going to be one of the people that make a photocopy of one thing make a hundred copies for a hundred people. What works for me might not work for John. What might not work for John might not work for Mark, right? Okay. So I would say, do me a favor and write everything down that you eat. Oh, I, I could do that right now. No, start tomorrow. Because I want an honest, I want honest output. Write down what you eat. And then when you get up in the morning, you have a grape, no problem. Record it, write it down. So I would look at it. I seen a bagel one time. They could have a bagel with, I think, bacon and egg. I says, all right, he likes bacon and egg. Let's withdraw him from this diet. Let's not just 
extricate him. Let's, let's, let's withdraw little by little. So I withdrew the bagel and I supplicated for holy toast. And ultimately, I tried doing one piece of holy toast until he weaned him off of that. I would not ha have him have any starchy foods before the, before the workout. Little things like that, bro. Very small things. Add in more fiber. Add in more berries to keep him regular. I might look at his protein. Maybe spike it up a little bit. He might be wanting to put on muscle. You tweak it in little ways and you little by little expose him to a different diet. You give someone a completely new diet. I think it's even They more, might not it's last long. It's more detrimental, right? Because yeah, they it, won't create a lifestyle habit off of it. It'll be something listen. that is a quick fix. Mm -hmm. Let me go to the beach and get my body ready. And then after that, I'm damaged again because I'm eating something that I don't really want to do. And I want to, I want to actually use this for longevity. Right. Is what we're talking about. Because diets stick, I feel, when they're, when they have a longevity and you're in that routine already. You're already yes. created that habit for yourself. Yeah. Remember something. A baby has to crawl before he has to walk, right? I'm not calling you people babies, but I'm saying let's crawl before we walk. Let's go nice and slow. You see a diet that's totally devoid in fiber. There's no greens. There's no berries. There's no fiber. All right. Throw a little bit in. Don't give them a lot. Little by little. Expose them. Communicate. Hey, the other day, how was that oatmeal? Anything, anything wrong? Anything weird? Your taste buds? Everything was good. Yeah, and we do that a lot with each other. You always say, all right, John, that's good. That's very good, John. Very good, you say to me. But then you go, but where's, where's the green that you had for that meal? Yeah. Where, where was it? And I went, uh, at this point, I can't, even, I can't even lie to you anymore. I can't even say like, yeah, I forgot about it. I just said, John, <clears throat> I just didn't eat it. Yeah, man, that's a big problem with a lot of people with lacking in greens. You know why? Because they eat chicken and rice and they don't see things like that they're not constipated. So how do they know something's wrong? It's when that waistline starts getting wider. You got to take a closer look at your diet. See what's in there causing it. See what's not in there that could stop that from happening. You understand? Yeah, and I think you can also make diets fun too. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be like, oh God, here we go. I'm gonna diet again. I feel you can you can make it fun in ways for yourself. Add one thing that you really like that you that you can't miss. For me, yeah. I even incorporate now because I'm not doing any contest prep. But it's <laughs> I like having potato chips. Yeah, I just love them. I can't get away from them. I minimize how much I have. Okay, on a daily basis, it's it's more like once a week now, but at the same time, is I'm not afraid to stray away from that, and it's not because I have a really fast metabolism. I know that about myself. Yeah, but I enjoy it. It's a reward. It's a, it it activates those pleasure sensors in a different way with food because it's such a. I feel like it can be a very erotic experience for a lot of people, right? Where they're they're enjoying that you know ice cream sundae or they're enjoying that. Uh, you know, a piece of fast food from uh, McDonald's or something like that. They think they are. <laughs> right. But I feel it's okay once in a while to do that to yourself as long as you're sticking to what you're doing. Yes. As long as you're sticking to your, your objective of, okay, I have my structured plans out here. The best thing to do is what a lot of people say is cook your food on two days of the week and planning out for the rest of the week. So that you're not busy. Mine is usually Wednesdays or was usually Wednesdays and Sundays. I have a little bit more uh, to mitigate with that now. I, I sort of go on a day to day basis. I think it's better for me and yeah. my lifestyle. But yeah, I used to I used to make my meals on Wednesdays and Sundays. And I'd have everything planned out in the fridge and I can just pull it out, grab it and eat it. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What do you think is more important? Not more I should say, what do you think people's go to is after a workout? Protein or fiber? 
greens? Oh, that's an easy question. I think 99% of the time it's going to be proteins because it, we're so ingrained to it. Even myself up until most recently where I started changing on what I put in my body after the workout immediately. Whereas I would always say to people, oh, you know, you're going to have to have that protein within this time frame. That's still true, but the other stuff is more important what you're going to talk about. Let's just say this. For all you people who love to go for the protein right away, I get it. It's what it converts to in the liver, amino acids. They build and repair, right? But how do you know you have all the proper necessities and the means to break it down? It's the bro science kicking in. Listen, this is yeah. science, period. Take the, the prefix bro and throw it out the window. Yeah. This is true. But that this bro science is what I'm saying is adding, thinking that you have to have that protein right away rather than the stuff you're going to talk about. Well, you listen, you don't, you're not limited to have it in 20 minutes with this window of opportunity nonsense. Right. You should have it. But if you have it, think about my point is they're always going to the protein. But don't you need the one thing that's going to help assimilate the protein? Otherwise, how important is the protein really? Follow me? This is why a lot of people, if they were smarter, they would put some flax seeds in a protein shake. You know, this, they have enzymes in there. Or they might say they might they might do something where they might have a meal closer to the end of the night, greens with their protein. Make sure you're assimilating your protein. Otherwise, it bears no merit in your body. It just sits in your, your intestines. And these things build up around the arterial walls on the body that cause plaque too. That you don't want. Then you get a massive restriction in blood flow and God forbid. So let's go now to talking about, let's say I always bring up the nine to five because it, it makes up the general populace, the sure. majority of the general populace. Sure. And I want to be able to gear some techniques towards helping them. Okay. Let's say you have a, you know, a mom with two kids and she's also going to work and supporting the family as well. Okay. And she wants to stay on track and have a good diet for herself, but doesn't know quite how. What, what do you start with? Uh, what is What does she have at her disposal? Nothing but a phone? Uh, In order any, to acquire this. Things to, you can, anything at your disposal just doesn't know where to go. Can go to the supermarket, can buy what she needs. Not to where it's an excessive. I'm talking about the average human where you're not going to go. I mean, I love Whole Foods, but you go out there and you take, you get like two bags of groceries, like $150. Yeah. I think at that point, the only and the best start is Google. Just get a basic understanding. You're not going to find all your answers in the beginning. Unless, like I said, what's at her disposal? Right. Is she married to a guy who's a new, who knows nutrition? Does she have a friend who does this and could actually help her? Let's put you as a uh, no. They don't have any of those. They just know that they have. Uh, they want to get in shape and they want to be able to do this because <clears throat> they want something for themselves. They want to they feel better about themselves. He or she has the world in her hands. It's called an iPhone or an Android. You look on there, get a basic understanding of what you need to know. Basic. Try your best to look at people who are highly reputable, who have PhDs and stuff like this, and just slowly build from there. Do you think that they can build their own diet and their own habits from just acquiring knowledge from eating healthy? Like, oh, okay. I always hear the same thing as, okay, I want to go on a diet. What am I going to eat now? Big <laughs> chicken and grilled chicken and, and uh, broccoli? Is that it? It's a hard pill to swallow. If you really see that picture and you're focused and you want to be consistent, you have to do it. But you know what works for me? If I'm around chicken and broccoli, yeah, it's boring. I get it. It, it is boring. Sometimes the condiments makes a big difference. I'm not talking about fructose corn syrup. I'm not talking about things that are going to hurt you. 
little small ways to add in extra calories we don't expend. Talking about things that your body could actually break down, your body could assimilate. I use, there's a great product. If you like teriyaki, they make garlic too. And I think they make a, a non-soy one too. Just soy sauce, soy free. Um, it's called coconut aminos. There's no added sugar in there. It has like all different spices, cayenne, it, it, a couple of herbs. It's got lemon. It's got uh, dandelion. Dude, it sounds really good. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. I could put on, on my chicken all day long. No added calories. Maybe five, I think. Five or six calories. You know, it's so funny because when, uh, when I feel like bodybuilders always are creating these things to make things taste a little better in their meals with, within means. And I used to use hot sauce quite think, a lot. Okay. Hot sauce is actually pretty good because it's a form of cayenne. That's going to increase your metabolism, your thyroid. But um, it's no surprise to me that they do that. But that's a, that's a good thing. Because they want to stay on the straight and narrow. Yes. And they want to say to themselves, how can I stay on the straight and narrow and not steer crooked? Even yes. if it takes comes down to those condiments, that means they're still in the race. That's the whole point. Finding ways to make it easy, but staying in the race. Now, what it's always about, you versus you. Forget about people. It is. And, and that's the main thing I feel like people compare themselves to so much is that I, how can I be aligned with this person that's also doing this kind of a diet because having so much of a better time and i get asked this question quite a lot of how do i stick to something how do i stick to a diet and i always say is that you have to make it fun for yourself yeah. you have to make it exciting for yourself so go online look up some recipes within the means of okay i have a piece of chicken or if you're a vegetarian hey i've got some lentils I've got some chickpeas. Very good food. Lentils. Delicious food. And I've got some, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, arugula, whatever it may be. You have a, an assembled ingredients within the means of making you get to where your goal is of losing weight or gaining muscle or whatever. Correct. Look up some recipes online. I When I first started dieting for anything, really, I it wasn't a conscious thing of I need to have a diet. I'll tell you what happened. I was playing uh, basketball and... <laughs> My friend Alex is going to laugh at me at this because he was there at the time because we all did it. Oh, no. So we were, we were playing basketball. We were about to go into a game. We were like, I don't know, 16 or something like that. And right b before we had done this, we had eaten a McDonald's burger and fries. Oh. <laughs> this is after not having McDonald's for like 95 no, years? No, no. This is me as like a, a young teenager. Oh. And me mitigating that world. And so we we're like, oh, whatever, food. We just need energy. And so we had McDonald's. Oh, and I swear to you, it felt like someone had drilled into my stomach the entire time because we're, you know, you're running up and down the court for 45 minutes. Okay. You're, you're trying to be, you're trying to be active and it just wasn't working. My speed was not there. Really? Um, and so it, lo, lo and behold, from then on, that was a turning point for me because I said, okay, yeah, you know, you're a kid, you're eating McDonald's. It's not that bad for you. Right. It is bad for you in the long run, but as far as like, it's not going to destroy your body. Don't have it every single day. But at that time when I was eating it, it was all right. That's why I looked at you when I, when I said, how'd you feel? When you said, oh, like terrible, I couldn't make, I couldn't associate the two because being younger has the opposite effect. Yeah, it, makes it did. people feel like satiated, is that the word? It did. It made it me feel satiated. It just makes them feel really good. Fuller, 
And a lot of salt in that, that's why. It was. And and I and I enjoyed it. And my meal was fantastic. But after that, it was I paid the price running on the corks. I couldn't oh. run. I was very sluggish. I had I felt like I had rocks did in my go, chest. Did you digest a bit or you went right away? No, we waited about an hour, but still wow. it was it was still lagging there. And you know, my point was is that after that had happened, I'll always remember it because that's when I really started caring about what I put in my body and the dieting. Cause I said, there's gotta be different ways to do this now. Yeah. So let me be a little bit healthy. And so I started investigating, but my first experiences with diet at that age were bland chicken Ugh. and didn't really know how to cook what I'm doing. I know how to cook very well now, yeah. but it's because I started looking online. I started getting recipes. At that point, we didn't have online, so I'd go by word of mouth, right? Yeah. We'd go by, hey, uh, grandma, can you show me one of these recipes? I want to watch you cook. That's always a good thing, too. It's a nice thing to do with your family. Go and watch your mom cook or your dad cook. If none of them do that, I'm sure you know someone that does cook in your vicinity, friends, family members, relatives. Go over there and watch them. Gain these recipes. Friend, and then you start friends, to figure out stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's how you make things a little bit more fun where I said, okay, this bland piece of chicken now, I don't have to do that. But what would I do now? Hey, I'd make a little um, lemon sauce with fresh lemons. I'd cut up some rosemary in there. Good stuff. Put some salt yeah. and pepper, marinate that overnight, put some olive oil on it. Make it a little interesting. It's still not going to be bad for you. And I always want to say too is that pan searing is not the same as frying. When, when people talk about don't eat fried foods, it is deep frying. It right. is altering the chemical compound that you're now putting into your body from the oils, yes. making them into trans fat, right? Correct. And then correct. putting that in your body and eating it. Yeah. But pan searing is okay. Use a pan. They're fantastic. All my meals mostly are done that way because I like to have them fresh. But yeah, make it fun for yourself. Give yourself a treat. Don't be afraid to reward yourself with something after you've done a good deed for an entire day or even an entire week. Sure, the same way, correct. If you're going to sear them or if you're going to use anything to cook them with, I feel safest with coconut oil. I love grapeseed oil. I love olive oil. What else do I use? Olive oil is just, it runs through my veins, man. Yeah, mainly olive oil. My brother just came back from Italy, so he got me the good stuff. Yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah, the real deal olive oil. Now, what would you say as far as building routines is giving yourself that reward and having this having this as part of your regimen, does it build a strong mind for you also? Of course. What, what makes that happen for you personally? Well, when you're combining everything together, you're stacking it as a whole. Remember, you're becoming one unit. But you're, you're being honest with yourself. So if I'm getting up, I hate to go to the gym early. If I do it, I have a, go, a good meal before. I nourish myself properly. I probably go for a massage once in the blue. I take advantage of hot and cold alternating showers to remove lactic acid so I can train more frequent. I go to bed earlier. How could I not feel better after all that? That's that's. I know it sounds a little boring, but again, boring is all up here. I feel great every single day. Yes, I have pains. This is normal. This is part of the game, but I know how to deal with it. Once I get in the gym, I, I feel great. So when you compound everything together and it changes you as a whole, what's the after effect? You're going to glow. This is a perfect- If you're not, you got a problem deep down. <laughs> this is a perfect example. Got to fix that too. <laughs> that was happening to me is where yeah. I had broken out of a routine because I was hanging out and I had stayed up until like 4 or 5 a.m. Oh. And I was hanging out outside with friends and I was, it's okay to do that once in a while, but I know for myself, yeah. if I consistently do that over and over again, my diet's all off and weird. 
And I'm not talking about a strict regimen here. I'm just talking about just eating normally throughout the day, but to where I'm accustomed to. I, I like having um, my healthy foods in, inside my system because I feel better. I like starting the day with protein shake. But when I don't have those things available and I start to do that, it puts me in a place where my body starts to, it doesn't reject that, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to go to the bathroom now and explode. Yeah. But I feel like it rejects that systematic part of myself where now my mind is now suffering a bit where it's like, oh man, you know, I really need to get myself back on track because my body doesn't feel okay. It feels like there's something off with it. I understand. And then I, yeah. it's amazing. It's like I've, I've made, um, you know, fruits and vegetables or a good meal that is healthy subconsciously for me, it's like a reward. It's oh, like rewarding okay. my body and it I makes see. my mind better. It makes me feel good. Which, and if I don't have those things, I, I'm off. But you do that once in a blue, correct? Re I, reward I, yourself. Reward myself. I've done a lot more lately, but I feel that being being out so late, if I had done that consistently, my routine and habit would be off and it yes. would throw me off track. Yeah. And I need to reward myself. And my reward would be something like a nice meal um, Got it. that's healthy because yeah. my body feels better then. My mind feels better then. Yeah. And it creates that routine for me again. It goes right back onto track. I see. I see. See, it's very rare. I fall. I very rare. I fall off track, and if I do fall off track, I got injured. So that you have, you got to rest. Yeah, you got. This listen. is interesting. I'm learning stuff too. I I didn't know this is what people do. I thought maybe yeah. people who fall off track just go to sleep more because <laughs> they, they lose sleep. Yeah. But you reward yourself with a good meal, and the positive twist I could put on that is that it puts in more calories that you're probably deprived of at that age when your body needs all that stuff. Sure. To maintain your muscle mass. That makes a lot of sense to me too. Is looking at looking at it on a um, scientific yeah approach. scientific way is that is that you can your reward is actually what your body is feeling and going through because you've deprived it so much of yeah. the calories and nutrients that, yeah. and and minerals that it needs and yeah. it can't function correctly. It's like they're saying that you know breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Why? It's because it feeds your brain. It actually does give you the nutrients for your brain to wake up. Pays and when you don't way. have that, you're more sluggish. And I. Coffee is not going to do that for you. I love coffee. I have it almost every day, right? Not every day, but almost every day. And it is something that I like, but it's only a stimulant. It's not going to give you the nutrients that you need. I, I mean, today we're going to have like um, a bowl of like pumpkin flax um, cereal. 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 Because number one, I like it. I like the <laughs> taste. But number two is my goodness, all the nutrients that it gave me, it just boom, woke me up within a half hour. My mind was ready to go. Yeah. The morning breakfast usually sets the whole page. It paves the way. Yeah. And what I could say about that is what I always tell you. People tell me, well, what do you mean pave the way? I don't understand. Like, why can't I, why can't I wake up at 11 and eat, do an intermittent fasting and pave my way from 11 and on? What's the difference? <laughs> I'll tell you what I think the difference is and what I know. So you got a fireplace. I, I love to paint it this way because it really hits home. You got a fireplace. This is, this is a twig. Every time I take this twig and whoosh, 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 what's happening? I'm igniting more fire. The body has a built-in internal thermostat. The definition of a calorie is heat. When you're putting in your body, you're providing a flare-up, your metabolism. So basically, you're regulating your metabolism. You're telling it to fire from the moment you wake up all the way to the moment you go to bed, even through sleep. You're your basal metabolic rate, your BMR, that determines how quick you burn calories, 
how effectively you burn calories at night. So you're stuck, you're paving the road for faster metabolism, which only means you digest nutrients quicker, you get stronger. If you're looking to get bigger, it'll happen because you're breaking everything down. It's when it slows down. The less time I eat, if I put maybe one or two things in my, in my body, like a little cereal, when it should be a little more of this and that too, okay, no problem. You're still throwing twigs into the furnace. But when you stop doing that, your thermostat goes low, gets cold. Does it sound like it burns calories? Does it sound like it? No. doesn't. So you're trying to tell me that you wouldn't just go eat McDonald's four times a day and you'd be okay with that? I think if I did that, I need the paramedics outside. I really do. After having it one time, one time, I sat down in my car and I parked. I don't know where I went. I wouldn't get out for like a half hour. My body was sweating. And that's not nothing. There's nothing wrong with me. It's just I'm, my body's used to, it's the way I prime myself. I'm always eating well. You eat well every day and you, you eat not a hamburger, but a McDonald's. Things infested and packed it with parasites and all these different things. These um, So much salt, nitrates, excess calories, white bread. With, what's in that? Um, I don't know. Bleached man. flour, a lot of gluten. It just can't be healthy. It's, it's artificial meat. You're going to feel like shit. You might even <laughs> look like shit too. <laughs> Honestly, it's, you made such a good point with, with all of this is that containing and knowing your body and knowing what your body needs is a main component to keeping a routine set, to keeping a, an active metabolism, to making sure that you're going to follow a diet because you know when it's going askew, you know when it's off. And breaking those habits of, let's say you are the person that can only afford and go to McDonald's, right? Yeah. The best solution for you is, I would always say, is just go and and try to alter the way you're eating. You know, go grab uh, some beans and rice. It's really healthy for you. It's inexpensive. Grab some lentils and make a nice hearty soup out of it. It's going to fill you up and be and be um, healthier for your body. And it will generate a nice pattern for yourself to where now you're like, I don't want that other stuff. I want to continue on. Let me see what else I can do and what else I can eat that's healthy for me. And I think that building those habits that way is a better better way for you to have longevity because as you get older, and I look at my mom like this, or I look at my relatives like this, and anyone I know from friends, it's just you're gonna you're gonna want to be able to be mobile. You're gonna want to be able to feel good about yourself. You're gonna want to be able to go to the doctor and say, "Oh wow, I, I'm a healthy human being. I don't have any problems or ailments with myself." And it all starts with what you put in your body. Absolutely, it really does. Well, brother, we had a nice, great conversation today, and that takes us to the end of our episode. Um, if you really like what we have to offer, uh, definitely subscribe, like us, comment. We need you also because you keep us talking about these topics. If you want to hear something new, something different, something that you have your, on your mind, we'll feature it. You know, We'll be able to have our Patreon page where you can subscribe to that. It's a little as a dollar a month. And we'll be able to just sit here, chat with you guys and answer your questions. I mean, we'd, we'd be happy to do that kind of stuff. So definitely uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, sorry, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. They have so many things going on with Apple, uh, as well as YouTube. And I'm John Kioskarigis. You can follow me at Instagram, John underscore Kioskarigis. You know, real, real quick, guys, it's so true. When you follow and you subscribe and you support, you allow us to support you with good advice. And also, we don't really know what else you guys want to hear. Always you could challenge, ask us questions, ask us comments, anything. Put me out there, expose me. 
I love it. <laughs> I'm John DePaulo. That's it for episode 11 or 10? I believe we're on episode 11. 11. No, it's 12. It's 12. I'm a 12. These yeah. are smoothing sales. Yeah, See? we're we've got a See? lot of these out when here. When you now. do productive things, you flow smooth. Yeah, I love right. it. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thank you.